0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap. Hello, hello. This is the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap, episode 66. And this is Rajeshri Sen and with me is...
1: Abhinandan Sekri, hello Miss Sen, how are you?
0: I'm fine, thank you. And you
1: get what? your full dose of popular culture, entertainment, cinema this week?
0: Yes, illegally also.
1: Oh really? So what are you going to review for us as far as cinema is concerned?
0: Call me by your name.
1: Abhinandan, okay. What will you review, Abhinandan? <laughs> no.
0: Abhinandan will <laughs> be reviewing. Call me by your name.
1: Oh, that's do you think film? I'm having
0: like Tourette's? I Maybe I'm such... just carrying on repeating okay.
1: myself. Okay, so okay, yeah, I heard about that film. Um, yeah. It was banned in, uh, where was it banned? Beijing.
0: Beijing for their film festival. Last week, in fact, they announced it would be pulling the film from the program after it had been announced.
1: At the film festival. And they haven't
0: given a reason.
1: We have um, the trailer of Nude, which was majorly in the news and controversy because it was pulled from uh, the Goa Festival in India.
0: In November. And
1: uh, we'll tell you about that trailer. Then the trailer of something called Dundee. Yes. Which may be a surprise to many of you. We'll elaborate on that.
0: And then we have... Uh, Anurag Kashyap has a short film out which he hasn't directed. But he's this is the new thing, right? That they present
1: films. So Who he's has directed presented. it? Why are you calling it Anurag Kashyap's film? It's
0: called an Anurag Kashyap film.
1: Oh. Okay. Then okay. we will have... Um, James Ivory has commented on the, the on, full frontal section. Yeah, in the a,
0: call me by your name thing.
1: And also an article where he has, for the first time, spoken about his love with Ismail Merchant.
0: Love, not relationship, 41 yeah.
1: years. Yes, uh, but uh, anyway, I, I will elaborate on that a little further. And we have Salman Khan's... Well, well it's an advertorial. We'll discuss what it it's is. It's a
0: summer campaign. because it's, seasonal campaign. It's a summer Salman campaign. Has.
1: And there is a Tetley Green Tea ad which is such a brilliant ad, it <laughs> took thought, my breath away. I've started drinking only green tea after that, you, but why?
0: Have you noticed how I curate topics for the podcast, keeping you in mind?
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm very kind I'm, like that. I'm so, so grateful. And finally, the Serial podcast, which was on before we started this show. Yeah. But uh, we will tell you a little development on that front.
0: So now, what do you want
1: to start with, Mr. Sakri? But let's start with some feedback. Hmm. For one, I have feedback for you Last week, the question you said no one <laughs> will get is very difficult About 25,000 people have got the answer
0: I don't know how, what is so wrong with So obviously
1: this? your non-Googleable is not really working <laughs> So that's my feedback Now let me tell you Aditi Kavarna's feedback Okay Kavarna, yeah Hi Abhinandan, I really enjoy and look forward to your awful and awesome podcast every week My one comment, why so much name-dropping, place-dropping about when I was here, when I met this person? I get it, you're very experienced and that's why I'm here listening. Right now I feel like a recruiter giving you a job offer and you're still asking me to screen your CV. Aditi. You know, Aditi, it's interesting you should say this. When I have I was, an anecdote When I also. was in uh, Ipeetza, I told Amit, Amitabh Bachchan, same thing he said. Na? Why are you name dropping? And
0: you said Khan told me it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. So I just want to tell Aditi this, that Abhinandan has a habit of saying things like, you know, when I'm in France, then I, so I've told him not to say things like this to people, simple people like me, because it's most upsetting. Okay. But it's good that other people have noticed this. So people have noticed your name drop, place drop and you're a bit of a dick.
1: Though no, the next one is about that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry Rajshri, but the answer was totally Googleable. This is Gunjan Adhikari. Shocking. Abhinadhan, I hope you continue to this to do this podcast. You're banter with rajshree and he spelled rajshree with S S-H. I'm just saying. <laughs> you just want me to be. Uh, Gunjan, <laughs> you, would, you would have been kicked in the shin had you been sitting yeah, at the table. This is if true. you did. true. Sure. Your gen... Your banter with Rajshri and your general dickishness and your constant (laughs) ribbing on bongs, I'm a bong, elevates this podcast. Kiraos to Rajshri for giving it back to Abhinandan and diligently digging through the cesspool of pop culture week after week to make this one of my favorite podcasts. Cheers. Thank you so much. But uh, Gunjan, you give her too much credit. She was specifically instructed by the CEO of News Laundry. Who is? uh, Who's me? (laughs) To watch Baagi. And her exact words, if I remember correctly, were, just fuck off. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the kind of respect I get here.
0: With good reason. Because he also said Salman Khan recommended that I should watch Baagi like that. Dude, so. if we are
1: doing awful and awesome, as one uh, you know person had pointed out, you can't only be reviewing awesome stuff. You have to watch awful. But you I go and Baagi. watch it
0: Come this evening.
1: I, I, have, I have to <laughs> do accounts and all it's closing, here, closing I have
0: to do accounts Is that what we are going with now But I want to thank Shivat Shivatsa Upadhyay For sending me the video of Spike Jones's Making of that Apple video Remember those HomePods So he sent that to me and it's
1: really cool when you see So you can see the link of that We will yeah. share that with you because we like sharing And Piyosh Nagar also Who sent me a sweet message. Piyush Nagar would be a pl- place. Piyush Nagar would probably be a name. Nagar. Right.
0: I'm sorry, Muzaffar
1: Nagar. It's know?
0: okay, don't pick on me. I'm
1: not picking on you. I'm Again, just...
0: you're being a bit of a dick.
1: So now tell me about Call Me By Your Name. Who's it by and why is this film making headlines all over the place?
0: So Call Me By Your Name pretty much swept the Academy Awards. And uh, it's... Sort of reminds you of Brokeback Mountain in the sense that it's the, after a long time, it's a film which is about a gay affair and it also stars well-known, like it's not an indie film, so to speak, because it has been written by James Ivory, who was supposed to also direct the film, but he started, he stepped away and he produced the film and he this thing he wrote the screenplay it's based on Andre Asman's book so it's a screenplay derived from that and it was directed by someone who I've never seen his films Luca Guadagnon okay mm-hmm. uh, but it stars this very beautiful man called Army Hammer mm. who you've seen as the was twin in the Facebook. Oh, I see. But he
1: was hardly beautiful. The twins were oh, so unattractive. So he's really uh, the
0: he's sig- he's his act. very, very good looking. Okay. So it stars him and it stars Timothy Chalamet, who who we saw in Lady Bird mm-hmm. as the rebel boyfriend. He's that sort of lefty. The fool. Yeah, who is basically... The drummer, the jackass. Yeah, yeah. He's the slightly arty, the The, lefty one. I'm so cool. I'm so cool. Mm. That one. So, it's about... It's set in 1983. Uh, Timothy Chalamet plays a boy called Elio, whose father is a professor. Elio and his father and mother are in Italy on... They have a home over there. And Armie Hammer plays... uh, What's his name? Oliver. He is a graduate student of... Timothy's father, Elio's father. And he comes for for like an internship sort of program, a residency. And it's the love affair which starts between both of them. I see. It's an extremely, according to me, it's an extremely beautiful film. It's very slow the way all James Ivory uh, and uh, this thing, Merchant Ivory films used to be. Mm -hmm. But it's extremely well scripted. You understand what each character is going through. And the only thing that I think they made it a point not to dwell on was the fact that the AIDS epidemic was starting at that time, right? So they don't touch on that at all. You just see the relationship. There's nothing about AIDS
1: and so on. But there um, is... So there's no real reason that they've picked 1983 as the year?
0: No, the book is set in
1: 1986. Okay, okay. So
0: they pull it forward, for some backward for some reason... And okay, no, but
1: because, uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry to just cut mm-hmm. in because what is often identified as patient zero because I remember I, I saw this in a play or in a film mm-hmm. which was about AIDS and uh, I think I saw this, uh, you know, when I was in New York. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I think I, I watched mm-hmm. in a play in Siri Fort in New yeah. Delhi uh, which was, if I remember correctly, about AIDS and patient zero was in 1984. Um, his name was Gayton Dugas. Okay. And uh, that was when AIDS was identified. He's identified as hmm. patient zero, although there are theories that there was someone before that. But maybe that's why 83 is a significant year. That's before that, AIDS was yeah, acknowledged. Yeah, before
0: AIDS. So mm-hmm. the, what you do get is the way that uh, Army Hammer, who is American, and this boy who is Italian, right? The younger. So it's a 17-year-old in love with a 24-year-old. Ami Hammer is a graduate student. Okay. And Elio's parents know about this relationship, which is sort of blossoming under their noses. But at the end, I don't want to give it away for people who haven't. Sure. The difference in the way, because it was still taboo to be gay at sure. that point. But the difference in attitude this Italian family has and the Americans have. Comes so through. So,
1: what is the basic takeaway from the Is it a film about characters? Is it plot driven? Is it character driven? Or it's just about a relationship. It's about a relationship. It's, it's about
0: the development of this uh, homosexual relationship at a time when it was considered.
1: All right. So, uh, you would recommend it? I would strongly recommend it I will say though that it's not that after a long time a film has been made on homosexuality Moonlight was the last year of the film but
0: that was more about his growth as a
1: yeah but it was it was very steeped in his it was very much about his sexuality his him as a sexual being was the basic theme of the film which I think was brilliant when I saw Moonlight uh, I was blown away that someone could actually make a film like that and the one thing that Blew me away about that film was that it's about this black man. Mm. Uh, it's it's like kind of autobiographical of the filmmaker who was a gay black man. How the actors who he picked to play the child, to play yeah. the teenager, and to play the man, how he got them to have the same little, you know, uh, uh, mannerisms, hmm. the facial expressions. I just thought it was brilliant. It was a film that kind of really uh, kind of sucked you into the world yeah. it created. Outstanding.
0: So I just want to read something that uh, I I'm watching it as a heterosexual woman, right? Mm. So it's a different way in which I relate to it. So a gay friend of mine had, the reason I sat down and actually watched it is because a gay friend of mine had written this about the film. Mm. And then I spoke to other gay friends of mine and they did say that we don't, it's a film made for...
1: Heterosexuals.
0: White heterosexual. Like the reason you like it is because you're heterosexual. Because it's a view of a homosexual relationship which appeals to... And he'd written this, that I avoided reading all reviews of the film till I actually watched it. Now that I have done so, this analysis by Richard Brody comes closest to my appraisal. And then he's a little cruel about it. With its depiction of multilingual... And it is true, they playlist on the piano, they speak in a certain way, but which I found normal, but with its depiction of multilingual hyper-intellectualism hyper-intell- of very white, very rich people in very pretty surroundings. Its constant shying away from shot to shot and treating sexuality as the presence of bare, again, very white bodies. Its utter lack of cinematic rhythm and oddly misplaced dialogue, the film left me feeling bored, irritated, and ultimately nothing at all. Instead of this, people should watch, and this is a film which I started watching, and I must say, DC it's Boys. Fabulous, yeah. I thought. Francis Lee's God's Own Country, which is, again, about a gay romance in England. And there is one thing that I did notice, and I also watched the film because uh, James Ivory was in the news just a few days before that, commenting on the fact that in his screenplay, he had specified that you have to have... When he gets out of bed after having sex Full
1: frontal nudity
0: You should Who covers themselves as they get out of I don't know I'm sure people do But uh, it is odd that there is no shot of
1: full frontal nudity
0: okay. Where in a When you have the hetero So there is a heterosexual romance also I think that's
1: because when a woman gets out of bed There's a certain aesthetic beauty that's to true. it When a man gets out of bed Like you don't want to see Dong Like
0: also, it which is why... Or ding, you know, depending yeah. on the guy. <laughs> no, sir, I agree, but that's what he said. He said everything. Oh, I both
1: get off, there's a ding dong.
0: <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Everything is hanging out when you're when you're finished having sex. So okay. there's no. But you do see army hammers bum, which is very nice, and uh, it was in their contracts actually. Both Army Hammers and Timothy Chalamet's, that there's no full frontal nudity. Oh, so maybe
1: that's why. But I just want to say how your friend has described the film in very pretty surroundings, very rich people. That's pretty much every Ivory Merchant film, Merchant Ivory film growing up. So, I, I mean, I. I'm trying to think back I don't remember any Merchant Ivory film In a slumdog Milne kind of setting All the films are In very The Havelis And the beauty and Yeah
0: They're very like Tell That Tell me type. that film uh, The Householder Which Shashi mm-hmm. Kapoor Is a Merchant Ivory yeah, film Yeah
1: I think it is Yeah but, so
0: that's the only But even they are Very beautiful people Yeah
1: exactly So it's not unusual So maybe your friend's Very young But if he were Our age Haan. He would know That is consistent With the Merchant Ivory films It is not an outlier it's not like he's treated this differently how he treats other themes but this article that you forwarded by Ryan Glibly yeah on why uh, Ismail Merchant I kept our love a secret I it was not a secret I mean everyone knew that they were lovers it was never stated dude what are you talking about I mean I remember when I, when I was in college it was known that Ivory I Merchant I you got
0: to say when I met
1: no, no, I'm not that much of a name reference but when I was true. in college I, did, I do remember it was known that they're, they're a it's couple it's known
0: but it's an unspoken truth oh, okay Like there's uh, not there's nowhere where they say we are part like they say no, we but are part. you partners. know because when I
1: read this article that James Ivory uh, and I kept a, and it's written in March 2018 I wanted someone to break it to me, he's 89 that dude everyone's known about it I mean yeah, it's like if you've seen this Richard Pryor Gene Wilder film uh, uh, see no evil hear no evil yeah, yeah. where uh, Richard Pryor is blind hmm. he's a black man you hmm, know Richard hmm. Pryor and and Gene Wilder uh, and he's trying to blend in somewhere he says you can't blend in you're black he says I'm black yeah. no told me I'm black and like, it was very funny way. so it's like at 89 he he thought nobody knew he thought nobody knew that's very but tragic. But it's
0: sweet. It's sweet very in a way. Sweet. It's naive, okay. but sweet. But I would strongly recommend this. Please, I don't think it's ever coming to India. And even if it does, they are going to chop a lot because there's a lot of kissing and there's a lot of semi-nudity. So, it's going to go. Okay. So,
1: now, watch it. Also, uh, before we wind up, I w- also would like to talk about this proposal by the <laughs> Punjab government. They'll set up a committee to eradicate vulgarity from Punjabi songs. So, um, you know, a lot of people like Dilbag Singh, Jasbir Jassi, uh, Dalbir, uh, you know, Indie Bakshi. What in about Deepak, that chap
0: who... Uh, Yo-Yo Honey Singh? Yo-Yo's just I don't, if, I don't think
1: Yo-Yo's weighed in on it, but a lot of people have said many things about it. So I have a few things to add myself.
0: Yes, tell us. Uh,
1: but before that, um, let's just talk about this trailer of something called Dundee.
0: Dundee, yes.
1: So the trailer is at the bottom. You can click on the link and watch it. First of all, it is brilliantly produced. Many of you listen to this podcast will be millennials. You will not know what the context is of Dundee. It is a film called Crocodile Dundee, which when I was in school was this hugely... It was a pop culture phenomenon, like... Mick Dundee had become this dude everyone was like Crocodile Dundee Crocodile Dundee mm. Part 1, 2 also came out I think Yeah, three yeah, yeah, yeah there are uh, 3 films So um, it was a hugely successful film and lines from that film used to be quoted, and people tried to be cool like Croc Dundee uh, So this trailer Is uh, son
0: of Dundee returns. Is son of
1: Dundee So it, it seems like it's a film with a stellar cast which includes Hugh Jackman which in my view is one of the best looking men I've ever seen.
0: Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Chris Crow. Hemsworth.
1: And there's a girl also. Uh,
0: yeah, other celebrities such as Jessica more boy. her name is. There's Curtis Stone, who I follow, who's a cook. He's this very well-known cook now, chef.
1: Chef. <laughs> it it pretty much has every significant yeah. Australian um, celebrity except uh, Tom Cruise, um, what's, uh, what's Nicole her name? Kidman, Nicole Kidman. Maybe she'll
0: also come. Maybe who she'll knows? also
1: come. But, so I was blown away when I saw this trailer. I was like, dude, this is going to be a film to watch. And then Rajshree broke it to me. Break it to our audience, Rajshree. What is it a trailer of?
0: It's actually a campaign by Australia Tourism.
1: Can Have you ever seen a humpback whale give birth? It's a bloodbath. Speak to me, little guy.
0: When your dad did it, he was he was much... Okay, and when my dad told me about this, he was just like, yeah, I just came up and
1: he did, he did this, okay? okay? I just don't think he can see you from back here. I don't just own this newspaper, son. I own this country.
0: And Dundee's going to learn who the most dangerous animal in Australia
1: is. It's me.
0: So they'd actually unveiled it at the Super Bowl as a trailer.
1: Okay. And, and everyone thought that's a film with a stellar cast. Yeah,
0: and then it was reviewed. They're like, I don't know how many so reviews of the people reviewed the trailer, trailer thinking it's a film? Yeah, but Tourism Australia has teamed up with this ad firm called Droga 5 to create this campaign. It's a $27 million campaign, which is going to last for two years. And it's aimed at America. It's to get more Americans to visit uh, Australia. And they first went to Hogan, who's the actor, right? And... Uh, he, Paul Hogan owns the rights of the Dundee film, so they got the rights from him first because you can't make a campaign sure. without the rights from him and then they went to Chris Hemsworth who has done the ad for free because he's Australia's country ambassador so all these
1: guys have probably done the ad for free because they're all Australians
0: yeah so they're most probably and they've shot it in like Mission Beach and Kangaroo it's very well it's shot it's brilliant
1: I think just the production quality the, the cut and then when you realise what it's for it is spectacularly brilliant idea yeah. and so well executed. And
0: 150 spots they are going to have. So over I'm really looking forward to this. Years. I mean,
1: just for this, I'll go visit Australia and then I can drop some more names. That when I was yeah. Australian, I was talking to Hugh Jackman when he said, Pani "Nicole
0: Laug- is here. She's getting some water ha, Nicole, for Nicole." Of course, so, so in
1: that. Abhinandan's dream world. Coming from that campaign to another one. This one of Salman Khan's being human. The link is below. It's
0: a... It's a summer campaign.
1: First. It's a summer campaign about people who have done good, uh, who are trying to change the world by doing noble things. Uh, I'm not talking about Salman here. I'm talking about the others. Yeah. And then how Salman talks to them. And I guess he's supporting them or being human is supporting yeah, them yeah. in some so way. yeah.
0: So it's called the look good, do good campaign. Hmm. As it should be and it's... uh, So Salman
1: Khan is doing the looking good and the others are doing the doing good.
0: Doing good. And there are nine of these unsung heroes, they've called them, who are making a difference. Now, these are actually very impressive people he's got on. So there's the guy who uh, works with, it's called, he's a disability rights activist, Virali Modi. Mm. And uh, works with getting people who are differently able to work in restaurants. Hmm. Then there's the person who also started the camp, like it's a full-fledged company now, where they take leftovers from Foods restaurants. From and where, and, so and, there's a
1: whole bunch of very interesting very interesting. And the, the whole idea is that, uh, you know, he interacts with them and being human. They're all wearing being human clothes. Yeah. And in the end, it's like, see, all these people, including these people, and it's Al-Sanban Khan, are wonderful people who are basically making the world a better place when they're not shooting black buck or, or running, running over, over people. people. So, now the two things um, you know, in communication, the, the communication has basically there has to be a purpose to make communication. Is it to sell a product? Is it to sell an image? Is it to change an image? Or is it a PR campaign to kind of get people to change hmm. their view about this? Clearly, the purpose of this campaign is to make people. Look at Salman yeah. in a more positive his image. His image—that is the whole idea of this campaign. Yeah. In which case, it uh, you know considering how much he is worth and the kind of film he makes, the production value is shit. It's it is really so bad really bad. That I mean, uh, you could have you know guys who have yet to start studying like at film school or anything to make a better campaign. A. So I don't know who's been paid for that. All the money has been made by the agency. Yeah. They put zero in production. Secondly. When you are trying to, you know, put out this kind of message, it cannot be so long.
0: It was really long. Like I had to force myself to watch this entire video. You
1: have to tell me in two or three minutes at most that why Salman is such a good man and he's doing. If you're going to have these people who are not the most articulate, many yeah. of them, some of them are, telling us about how they're doing such good things. I mean, at the risk of sounding like a dick, which I do all the time. Hmm. I'm not going to be listening to 8 minutes of you telling me why you're such a wonderful person. I, I don't have that kind of fucking time. Because yeah. you know, on the right, there are other videos popping up. Huh. Watch Salman dance to Munni Badnam Hui. My finger is itching to click that. So, just the nature of communication, it is ineffective as a production. It is ineffective in its communication. It is ineffective in what it's trying to say. It's basically shit. Yeah. But again, which is not a bad thing because the product is not great either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So the aim of this entire thing, because I wanted to see what is this campaign, like I got that it's do good, look good, whatever it is, look good, do good. All it's going to do is that they've asked people to upload their inspiring stories on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And then five people will be chosen and they will get what vouchers
1: (laughs) for being human
0: from being human
1: to buy clothes and
0: they'll get a black buck. A piece of a black puck. Very funny.
1: Huh. <laughs>
0: so I just feel like good for these guys who are doing good, actually. Mm. But it's very sad that they see when you want publicity for the kind of work that you're doing, and these guys don't get as much investment as yeah, they. Yeah, should, it's a
1: great platform. For them,
0: it's a great platform. But that this wonderful man Salman Khan is actually the one benefiting out of this entire thing, is very sad.
1: Now moving on to mm-hmm. um a trailer of a film called nude yeah. it is one of the most spectacular trailers i've seen in a long yeah. time har insaan mein मैं in dono se it really makes you watch, want to watch the film. I think it's good on three counts. One is just the plot. It's nothing like what I thought it would yeah. be. Like when I'd heard Nude, I thought it would be a different film. But when you see the trailer, and we won't give much away. Yeah,
0: because it's worth watching. It's worth watching. Trailer. So
1: don't do any spoilers because you're accused of being a spoiler. Now don't I'm kick me. I'm the spoiler. Of course.
0: Don't hit me, ah
1: Don't kick me now. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, So that is one thing. It... Basically, as the plot unfolds, to the characters, yeah, such interesting faces, such, they don't look like actors, brilliantly cast, awesome mm. picked faces. I thought it's beautifully shot. Yes, it's very beautifully it's shot as lighting, well. the lighting,
0: everything, it's, there's something lovely about it when you're watching it. And it,
1: I think it, it has the promise that it has a political statement also it makes, yeah. but not in your face kind of political statement. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, so Ravi Jadav has made this. It's a Marathi film. And of course, uh, the International Film Festival of India thought that, oh my God, it's called Nude. So of course you can't show it. This is the same way they had stopped showing Sexy Durga, Mm. which now they've changed to S Durga. Mm. It could only be released after that. And uh, I just feel that it's sad that even if you watch the trailer you realise that the messages like the entire theme of the film is so fabulous
1: why wouldn't you want people to watch it we're really looking forward to your film we will be reviewing it yes rest assured and we hope it lives up to that speaking of other things that kind of entice you into buying the product (laughs) I've decided to start drinking green tea because regular tea is just not good Um, for you
0: have you put on weight?
1: No, I'm still underweight and severely <laughs> malnourished because I wasn't fed well as a child.
0: Of course.
1: But um, why who? I have... Because I saw an ad for Tetley Green Tea. And
0: who is in this ad? It has
1: got Deepika Padukone.
0: Showing what? Uh, she that is sounds more exciting than it is. Fitness ko bola haan. But nani ko kan se na. Control karne ki curry
1: she's telling us the benefits of green tea that even though you can eat samosa and other things and like that
0: cake and cake all, and all which, none of which she's eaten in the last 20 years but like you then,
1: know I, I believe her you if believe her if right? you're listening <laughs> to it I believe you this rajshree is just unpleasant person see
0: my point is that I understand there's willing suspension of disbelief when you watch Hindi cinema all these ads mm. and all but to try and convince us that Deepika mm-hmm. Padukone is having uh, a full cake then she's sipping a cup of green tea and suddenly she's slim again then she's having five samosas then again she has a cup of green tea again she's slim uh, so I do know
1: why you're speaking English she's having five samosas she's having green tea <laughs> She has five samosas. You know this. <laughs> this please is, correct your grammar. No,
0: please don't. Okay. I'm trying to speak the way for someone who call is who's, who's
1: <laughs> for someone whose uh, Twitter handle is brown sahiba. <laughs> so say, oh, I'm so British. Are you having cough? <laughs> are you having samosa? Are you
0: going to go? I also like uh, saying are, are you, you going, going to go, go so
1: somewhere? So you have Hindi You w- have to This was
0: explained to me that because I kept saying I'm going to go to something that just flip it do you say I'm coming to come to your house no so I've learned the hard way now Mm. but uh, this is an ad which uh, I just want to say as a show of how nice I am to people who are dickish and who are rude to me and mean to me I found this ad and I included it in the podcast and sent it to Abhinandan because I knew it would make his aged heart happy
1: so, I, the the good thing about this ad is that Deepika looks stunning. <laughs> she, her smile like lights up the entire especially screen. Especially when she
0: has the green tea. The
1: green tea. And especially because green tea is such a tart tasting thing. It's like dishwater. Yeah, it's
0: really like and dishwater.
1: And on top of that, when they sell it in tea bags, that's the dust basically. Yeah. You know, do you know much about tea? Yes, I do. I'm from Bengal. So?
0: And we... If you're from Nepal, you
1: should know about like uh, what's that fish, hilsa.
0: We know that also. Huh, Ilish. We, many, many things. But about we know
1: tea, because uh, I, I when, when I was shooting,
0: <laughs>
1: when I was shooting, tea, we did a really funny thing. By the way, if I may just digress yes, on that, please, you must. We were shooting high in my plate, my hmm. my name dropping and place dropping yes. comes again. So we were. Bari or something. There's a specialty like eleven thousand rupees a kilo. It, it's like the most expensive. They do options. Yeah. So we we're doing a tea tasting. We went to a tea tasting. So the channel took this off. Our shows was ND TV. So Rocky and Mayur, we stood there and I said, Okay, can I taste hmm. this tea? And we said that the one of the finest teas comes from Egypt. Huh. And from Egypt, because um uh, that has you know one of the ancient civilizations they invented tea. We made up our own little story and it is named after the most famous king of Egypt, King hmm. Tutankhamun. What's his name?
0: Tutankhamun. Huh. So Tutankhamun. You're making So, so that, that,
1: that, you know, that, huh. oh, this thing that golden. So King Tut is what he's called. Yeah. So it's named after him. It's called Tutti. So in the morning, no morning is complete without Tuttee. Steaming is hot. Classy. Yeah. So we did this whole three minute thing about an Egyptian tea called King Tutti. And the fucking channel took it off, yeah. They have no sense of humour. Yeah, eh?
0: this is true. I have to say. Anyway,
1: it. coming back from from the really low-grade humour of Rocky, Muir and me yeah. from, to... to Tata, at least. Uh, yeah. You know. So
0: Makai Bari is supposed to be the world's first tea factory,
1: so to speak. So I think that was King Tut tea. No. no. Okay.
0: No. But, <laughs> this is before Tut tea also. Okay. But uh, the all the tea bag tea, which people don't realize, is swept from the basically we say they sweep the factory floor hmm. and they give you all the tea dust that is left. Exactly, That's what because this is
1: the first flush, you know, which is just the auxiliary bud. You know, when a when a plant yeah. is growing. The bud that kind of accompanies the top, the top plant. There's mm. a bud that gets called the auxiliary bud that is plucked. So there's the March flush, you know, there's the first, yeah. first flush, and then there's the second flush. So all the leftover shit is put in tea bags and sold. So that broke my heart a little bit that Deepika was trying to like con me into buying the worst. But she stuff. most probably doesn't but know. But she doesn't know. I think they conned she's her into it. Not
0: very smart. Is she's that much what smarter say? than you
1: will be in a million years. Okay, <laughs> so stop fe- feeling jealous. <laughs>
0: but 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 so much like I strongly recommend it call me by your name Abhinandan is strongly strongly recommending Tetli tea Tetli will be sending us some money or they'll send
1: us nothing please guys subscribe because we don't take money from either Tetli tea or Deepika doesn't even know we exist Uh, or Or they can send
0: us tea bags if nothing else don't just send us subscription
1: (laughs) help us pay salaries (laughs) Uh, and uh, so that's that's that Uh,
0: There's one short film we have to discuss which was released yesterday.
1: So why don't you discuss the short film and then we'll wind up with the serial podcast update and the Punjabi music.
0: And the Punjabi music. This is very important. This Punjabi music, I've noticed, is coming in in every five minutes we are discussing it. Okay, we have one film to discuss, a short film, which is uh, Anurag Kashyap's new film which he's he's presented it. He hasn't made it. It's directed by Randeep Jhaab. And it's part of this Royal Stag's large short films that they have. So it's a digital film. It's called karta which I didn't know what the meaning was. Karta dharta the benefit ah, of the giver. So I the... knew Kartta-dharta, but I don't know the real. I only know how in application. Your Hindi you is to...
1: terrible. It's worse than your English. No, even.
0: it's a Bengali phrase also. Kartta-dharta
1: every every <laughs> phrase you do or and because bengali According so, to you abhinandan is a bengali name
0: it is your own mother has My told mother would me that have, she, named she would have rather all killed you me.
1: children she would have killed me no. but not given me a bengali she name she said all uh, no self respecting tamilian would ever give Abhinandar their child a bengali name
0: anupama, all bengali no, i'll just names. tell you
1: three children were killed before they were given bengali no. names no <laughs>
0: So well, their names are or Priya. Uh,
1: carry on.
0: <laughs> okay, so now this film is—it's a twenty-minute film. It's not particularly short. Usually, the short films that they have are like ten minutes long. Well,
1: no. In the, if you want to enter a short film in the compa- competitive categories, it has, uh, to, categories, be it has like to be. It basically has to be under thirty minutes.
0: Okay. So no, so this usually this Royal Stag Large Shot Films has around 10 minute long films. So I saw one film last week, which I was going to send you till I watched it. And it was so bad that I thought we couldn't, which was Imtiaz Ali's film, a romance that he had. But this film is about a guy who is a property broker. He is living in Delhi now and he has a family, has a wife and a child, but he's just not being able to crack it. And every time he tries to sell property, one of the uh, flats falls through one of the deals because the guy who who used to own that flat has murdered someone. Like, it's things totally out of his control, but it has that same vibe, which like a mukka bars and all has, Mm. this like this ordinary, yeah, and this ordinary man who's just trying to, crack it Mm. in the world the casting is fabulous I have not seen these actors before but uh, the main chap's name is Digambar Prasad and the wife is Priyanka Pathak what you just to see it just reminds you of what Anurag Kashyap is capable, is capable of. of, and that he's being able to at least spot this kind of talent and then promote it because he hasn't made this film after hmm. all. But uh, it has
1: his stamp. You're saying it has his signature. Yeah, yeah. You
0: can definitely like if they had said directed by Anurag Kashyap. You would believe you would that? Have believe that it's worth watching, and it's a 20 minute long film. It doesn't
1: link below. Yeah. Now before you wind up with serial and what it did, I just want to talk about the Punjab government has set up this committee. Um, to eradicate vulgarity from Punjabi songs. Now, there is no doubt that Punjabi songs are really vulgar, as are Marathi songs, many of them. But for a government to set a committee to eradicate vulgarity is the most bizarre thing, because A, like very, um, you know, appropriately pointed out by Dilbag Singh, I support the move, but define vulgarity. Which is correct. Now, you know, because even if you see Jagjeech and Chitra uh, concerts on Hmm. YouTube... um, Many people consider that vulgar because, you know, real classical singers, the snobs, yeah. used to consider Jagjich and Chitra like bhaans that, you know, we would never yeah, sing yeah. that because, you know, uh, he'd sing those Punjabi. He was very popular in London. Hmm. To all the Birmingham Surdis would, done. he would Mare. Yeah. Now, what, is, what that is means is... This is our musical is, interlude that no, we no, have no, no, every
0: yeah. week.
1: Basically, it's a reference to a very tight... Kurti, so you know your bosom is visible. Mm. Or, you know it's it like Jaki maria. It's like popping out. Kind mm. of, it's not that vulgar, but it is. It's there in songs. So what are you going to do? You're going to like so many of the folk songs, like Baba, Kalama Road. That that is a reference to you know a couple having sex. These are sung in weddings like Punjabi are crass yeah that's the fuck yeah, so I don't understand what that. the fuck these guys are doing this is one of the dumbest things and this actually requires a longer podcast Shubham we must do it on mm. Punjabi music because we have some experts on this yes and some expertise
0: and we have a singer you can also sing
1: yes of course I'll end up with a Punjabi song
0: Okay, so just in case people think that no good comes out of podcasts. Hmm. A lot of good does come out of yeah, podcasts. And like.
1: we're not just talking about us.
0: Yeah. Even ours, maybe one day. Hmm. They pick up adukon will tell us about the science behind green tea. Who knows?
1: <laughs> so there
0: was uh the are two seasons of this podcast called Serial. This is the first season, which was, it was a 12-episode series, which featured, a uh, she's a journalist and producer with this uh, program called This American Life, Sarah Koenig. She, basically, the entire podcast was about a man called Adnan Syed, who was convicted in two thousand. Of first degree murder and kidnapping of his ex-girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Who was uh, Chinese or Korean, I forget.
0: Kim Min Lee, her name She was
1: American, but of uh, Chinese origin. And it was a big deal at that time because of this podcast.
0: Yeah. So... uh, This podcast, which was in 2015, the first one, but This American Life, where Sarah Koenig was the uh, presenter, is an older podcast that was there. But anyway, the podcast goes through the entire investigation. It takes the investigation apart slowly. It analyzes it. And basically, what they said was there just wasn't enough proof. And he didn't get proper counsel as well.
1: Yes. In fact... um... I was hooked on this podcast. It was released in uh, 2014. So it's okay. about, you know, three and a half, yeah. four years ago. And it's... Um, what was fascinating about it is it's it was very well produced. It took podcasting to another level. Hmm. It showed what you can actually do with a podcast. And I remember I was shooting somewhere in the Northeast when this was released. Hmm. And we used to have really early morning shoots, but I could not stop listening at night. I could next episode, because you know, they would yeah, leave you hanging. And basically the outcome is that after that podcast... The retrial has been ordered for Adnan and because in 2000 when he was convicted, he was, he's a Muslim man, Adnan, as you can tell by the name. And this is a, just a year after 9-11. So that was the context of when his conviction yeah, and happened.
0: and he's a Muslim man who looks visibly Muslim in the sense that he wears a skull cap and he has a beard and so on. But... Also, what's interesting is he spent 16 years
1: of this. In prison. And in that podcast, he keeps saying that I'm innocent. He keeps wanting to fight and the ups and downs and the counsel that he got. The lawyer apparently was compromised. But finally, now he's got a retrial, which is in contrast with another very high profile case of... There was a podcast, a Netflix series Mm -hmm. called Making Of of a Murderer, where again that... It became very high profile. the various articles written, including Time magazine, that how the makers kind of manipulated that. Because the prime accused in that yeah. did not get away. He was convicted. He didn't get a retrial. Mm-hmm. And that article said that there was such compelling evidence against him yeah. that he couldn't possibly have but to make the series interesting, the filmmakers it, tricked it. Kind of left out some details. Uh, But in this case, yeah, it's fantastic. Please read this article about it. The link is below. So
0: that's something worth... And if you haven't listened to the podcast, you should definitely listen
1: to it. Yeah, it's it's one of the best podcasts. I I preferred... Actually, no, even the second part. Of I liked the, S-Town also. s also and good. And
0: S-Town, they did uh, a follow-up. So, it's called S-Town because it's shit town. No? That's mm, yeah. basically what they yeah. refer to. And uh, it's just just listen to both the podcasts. It's worth listening to how to make it interesting with interviews and so on. And um, so, that's about it.
1: Yes, we just have one more. Uh, we'll give you the Maybe. answers of the questions. Yeah, it's feedback from Puneet Singh. It's a bad editorial choice to not discuss the Kangana's News 18 interview. Did we not discuss it? Or did did we, we not? I thought we kind of did. I, mean, Leputism, I don't nepotism,
0: I did mention this. No, I think there's a
1: second one that she did later.
0: Oh, the one where she talks about nationalism and how she's a nationalist. Yes, we didn't discuss it.
1: So basically, also, um, after thinking that last week's question was not Googleable, we find it is because <laughs> about 10 people have got it right. 1, 2, 3, four, no, 14, 15 people have got it right. <laughs> <laughs> the names being Riya Dangwal, Aditi Kavaranda, Sonali Singh, Chipra Gar, Gunjan Adhikari, Hariharan Suresh, Pranjal Nagar, Shre Narang, Ankit Nahar, Balajir Sridharan, Bhavna Sultana, Avinash Yadav, Miraj Ahmed, Yugeshwar Sharma and Astha Kapoor, which are the 15 people who listen to this podcast. Everyone's got yeah, it right. Yeah, that's right. So,
0: just, thank shit you. question. No, maybe they are just really good at research. How do you know?
1: The question was Um That who stubbed his cigarette in the penthouse mansion
0: on a Matisse painting. Painting?
1: The answer is John Lennon.
0: As all of you know.
1: As all of you know, <laughs> everyone knows.
0: <laughs> but I have a good question this time.
1: Okay, I hope so.
0: Okay, I'm telling you, it's a really
1: good question. 15 people better not get it right, because then it's a really and shit one. Even
0: if you all know the answer, just don't write in the answer, nah? What is wrong with your people? <laughs> Why are you all screwing my happiness? <laughs> Just pretend you all don't know. Sometimes even I pretend like emulate a good Indian woman and pretend that you never know what is happening. That's <laughs> all. My recommendation to the youngsters of India. That's the question. <laughs> the question is so call me by your name plays a lot of pays a lot of importance to music. So you have but it's all original music. They aren't using uh, songs from the eighties. In the film There's a religious allusion in... And it's very important. There's a religious allusion in the last song. Please tell me what it is. Okay, it's difficult. I'm telling you it's difficult.
1: And we'll wind up quickly because the hammering has started next door. Because we can't afford a soundproof studio. So do subscribe so we don't have to deal with hammering neighbours and all sorts of other stuff happening. Uh, Pay to keep news free. Subscribe to News Laundry. And um, We Raj have something Zen. to
0: look forward to next week Because uh, Seema Goswami's book Racecourse Road is out So she's going to be coming in to discuss it with Excellent, us. so
1: we'll have writer Seema Goswami discussing her book We'll have a guest on Awful and Awesome next week
0: Yeah, it's about a Prime Minister being assassinated Interesting Yeah, and uh, that's about it. And thank you, Mr. Sakri. Thank you,
1: Ms. Sen. It's a wrap.
0: All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher,
1: iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.